0: Love, talk Radio ah. hey. um.
1: Welcome to Right Now Talk Radio, I am your host, I go by the name of Vegas, and I'm joined with my co-host to my right... Hmm. Thank you, thank you. Hi, good morning, everyone. This is Jen. Were you sleep? 11. Let's try that again. I know, Welcome right? To right now Talk what? Radio. My name is I Vegas, know. and I'm joined to the lady to my right. Introduce Hello. yourself, Jennifer. Hello, good
2: morning, everyone. This is Jen. Hey, there we One go. Of co-host of Talk now, Right Now Talk Radio. She,
1: she wouldn't made it. She wouldn't have made it on <laughs> Underground. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. And uh, to the right of me, we have the lovely and informative LaVentura Ellis. How you well, doing? thanks
1: for introducing me. Thanks for introducing oh. me. Uh, LaVentura Don Clough? Uh I'll add that Oh, my goodness. Oh, my That's goodness. Cool. Mm-hmm. She's only been she married been 15 been... years, Jennifer. I know, I know right?
2: <laughs> That's not a lot. You
1: know? <laughs> My apologies That's, that's okay, it's, it's quite all right Top of the morning world Yes, this is LaVentri Donquan Welcome to Right Now Talk Radio And we are ready to run this conversation mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> run! Talking, I know. <laughs> This morning we're talking about our experience at Detroit's uh, Living Museum Underground Railroad Reenactment. Now, what you must know, for those who are fans of the Underground, the TV series on WGN, what you all must know is that we had planned, we had been planning to go through this reenactment experience at the Detroit Living Museum months and months ago, prior to actually the uh, new program coming out. Um uh-huh. And so my my younger one wanted, during Black History Month, he did ask the question, and after seeing, uh, I did allow him to see 12 Years of Slave, he asked the question, what was the experience really like? He said, was it really like that? And I said, uh, you know, from a, the accounts of 12 Years of Slave, you would say yes. And also mm-hmm. I said, Well, you know, there's a, a a museum in Detroit that kinda takes you through the reenactment of what it was like to go through the Underground Railroad. And mm-hmm. so he was very interested. He said, I wanna go, I wanna go. So by the when I booked it, it you know, it was booked for months. And so it was like last weekend that we actually had an opportunity to get in.
2: Wow. Okay. Yeah.
1: Mhm. And we took our
2: families. Mhm. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I was, uh, you know, you said your son wanted to do this. Uh, do you mind revealing um, his age? Uh,
1: he is, he just, how old did he turn this year? Oh, he, t- he made 13 this year. Woohoo, I have a teenager. Wow. wow.
2: Oh. all <laughs> So, yeah, so, <laughs> you know, he's young. You know, he's very yeah. young, and, you know, he's interested in, um you know, the underground movement and overall how the experience was. So, you know, I really do uh, clap my hands to that young man, you know, commend them for that because sometimes you do have this generation that doesn't want to hear it or floats away from it where they feel so removed that, you know, they have no interest, you know, interest in it. So that that's very good. I'm glad he took interest. And I also went and I enjoyed myself. Um, and we took so our families, you. right. Yeah, and
1: they you didn't go this time but you went before,
2: right? Yes,
1: I've been twice. Uh I've been enslaved uh once there. I was freed <laughs> uh with my um uh-huh. apple and biscuits. I made it to Windsor. <laughs> then I immediately put a bet down at the Windsor casino. And I was once again then recaptured at the Windsor Casino by the authorities, brought back to the United States, and had to once again escape. Uh, The second time around, I was also Mm -hmm. offered another apple, Gala, delicious. Um, And this time the biscuit was a little heavy, and I remember requesting a jam preservative, and they told me, You want some jam? I said, yes, or some honey. They said, what you think this is? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. You're a slave? (laughs) I said, so that's a no-go on the jam. (laughs) So so this time, time I actually uh, invited, I mean, my wife took my children. And actually, one of my children that participated is here. How you doing, Layla? She's doing great. Yeah. Okay. So let's can, can we talk? Can we? For those who don't know about the Underground uh, Living Museum in Detroit at the First Congressional Church, let's tell them a little bit about that, how that works, and then um, we we are delighted to hear what the children think. But uh, Jen, since you are the creative creative one among us, perhaps you can describe it best. What's the living experience is like?
2: Oh, well, yes, yeah, thank you. Um, I will be your
1: conductor today.
2: Right. Well, first when you come in, of course, there's your formality of registration. And then they also have a documentary that you could actually watch and purchase afterwards. But they do talk to you uh, a lot about Detroit being one of those important places because this, this was a stop, Detroit, before most of the slaves, enslaved, excuse me, journey into Canada. So um, there were several spots and several locations that, you know, the enslaved did stay. Uh, I know that the Second Baptist Church downtown on Moreau Street, that is one of the historical places where they did stay because that's the closest to the uh, Ambassador Bridge, which is that takes you over to Canada. So when you get there, uh, after those formalities are done, they give you the uh, wristband, but the wristband is considered a shackle. So with this uh, wristband being your shackle, either it would have on there slave or it may give you a different name than what you've had to let you know that this is how it was during slavery. You know, whoever you came in as, like, you know, I'm Jennifer, but I remember one year I went out with Emily. And I'm like, no, my name isn't Emily. They said, "Uh, now it is. You know, you are a person (laughs) Emily. So they, you know, they guide you through, and it's set up, like, you know, in the woods area, they do you know, they do a good job. They have a conductor. I conducted this year yeah. with Moses He did a great job. And, you know, he would tell you, like, the paths you're about to take. He would also... Um, and it's
1: all set it's, up just like you would... Right. Uh, it, mm-hmm. it is set up like you're going through the woods and you're going through these different uh, hiding spots mm-hmm. that are on the Underground Railroad. And mm-hmm. it's dark.
2: <laughs> they have a few lights, and they say, I like how they made the North Star stick out in the South. Yes. So um, you have that, you have a lot of trees, and then you have actors along the railroad path. So, right. you know, you have, you'll have come and choose, like we had to stay at a the state of Quaker's cabin, and he gave us an apple. He didn't give us business this year He me, no business <laughs> I was a little disappointed, What? <laughs>
1: <laughs> She gave I wasn't disappointed. I, I agree with Vincent. Those biscuits, those biscuits were a bit heavy and dry. I, I, I much prefer the apple <laughs> But you know what's so
2: funny? Every time, or when I did go, my mother will always say, "You'll be lucky to have that. That's right. all
0: they had. That biscuit and apple.
2: You'll be grateful right. for that." I used to be like, Hey, are you serious? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying?" So, um. Uh, they also okay. had. We're getting some added, feedback. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Well, they also had. What did they have? They, oh, huh, they had one of the uh, characters actually jump out. He was hiding. Right. He was a runaway, and he jumped out, and you know wanted right. to go. And you know he wanted to join them, the railroad. Yeah, he wanted to join. Some people got a little scared, but they they prepared you for it. So, uh, you know, they tell you they actually which they you go through. It. So that was a, a new touch. Like you're about to pass Indiana. Now you're about to go into midnight. Now midnight was the, was name the
1: cold name for Detroit. Man, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right. And why did uh, and why did they ha did you also notice that the temperature changed. They had different temperature right. settings too.
2: And they midnight? explained to us no.
1: why. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They and explained they to us had, why.
2: Uh, you know, you're traveling for the north and the the weather is changing. And also, when you had to cross the, um, what is it, the river, yes. he had to check and see if it was hard. He said, see, we travel at a certain time of the year, so when we get to the river, it's icy. So instead of us having to take a boat across to worry about that, we just walk across. So our conductor took his stick and made sure he hit it a couple of times. and You know, it actually set up and looked like he was about to cross the river. And, right. you know, to make sure that the ice was nice and, you know, frozen so you can go ahead and walk across. So, yeah, they did a great job with that. And, you know, once you got on the other side, they, they let you relieve yourself by saying, freedom, you know, you bring right. out freedom. So, yeah, it was a nice um, tour, and I would encourage anyone to go ahead and check it out. Yeah, go ahead. You know, they get a lot of people come during the summer, but, you know, it's open all year round. It so is open, open all year open. round.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and, we're, there, and there mm-hmm. were a lot of young people. So yes. are we ready, vague, to ask our young person what they felt their experience was? Yeah, I think she's ready. Layla, are you ready to share with the audience your experience on the underground? Yeah.
0: Hi, my love.
2: Hi.
1: Welcome to the show, darling.
2: I'm glad to be here. (laughs) Uh,
1: So Auntie Jen is going to ask you a question.
2: Okay. Now, you did attend the live reenactment of the Underground Railroad, right? Yes. Okay. So can you tell me something that just stood out to you, you know, when you went, like, is there anything in particular during the reenactment that really stood out to you? Um, one thing that really stood out to me was
0: like how everything was so realistic and like even for like they have a part where you go like Moses leads you and you go into this house where um the white man, as they say, um, they help you. So when we went in there he gave us an apple and the bounty hunters actually came looking for us, which was really realistic because, like, they come, they bang on the door. Um, the man or Moses, they go to the door, answer, and they see, like, do you have papers to search this house and things like that, which is really realistic because back in those days, I believe, um, if they did have papers, they were allowed to come in and receive those slaves. And what wow. did that
1: make you feel like? What how? What emotions were stirring you? Um,
0: it was actually kind of scary because, like, you get to see what those people actually went through and how they would feel during this. So it was, mm-hmm. it was very, it was,
1: it was kind of scary at some point. Okay, mm-hmm. it was scary at some point. Okay, how did you mm. feel? I know the first time that it happened to me. And they didn't warn us about the 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 band they were going to put on, and or, or the symbolized shackle, and it, it they just threw it on me and I looked at it and it said slave and I was like wait 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 they're like oh no you don't have a choice here <laughs> mm-hmm. so I I remember that just kind of traumatized me that was very interesting did you um. Did that happen for you with the wristband, or or did another experience happen for you that made you feel like, wait, 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 I don't have choices here?
0: Mm -hmm. Um. Well, no. I mean, it's like I like well when they put the wristband on us to show us that we were slaves. It just kind of made you think like, wow, I don't have an option. I just, yeah, I'm I'm a slave. So yeah, that wasn't it wasn't traumatizing, but it just made you be aware of how they were put into positions without being asked any questions.
1: Wow, mm-hmm. wow, absolutely, absolutely
2: so, after experiencing that, Layla, how do you feel now when, when like when you're in school uh when you're studying when you're amongst your friends, you know going through this experience, how has that impacted your life?
0: It actually makes you think twice about some of the things that you do because you don't – once you go through these experiences and you see what these people have to encounter on a day-to-day basis, it makes you think, wow, they actually gave up everything that they had so we could be free, so we could be sitting in these seats with different minorities and being able to be taught Mm -hmm. the things that others are being taught. So, therefore, you should take your education for granted because it was a point where they would be beat if they knew how to read. So yes. you being able to read is a, actually a blessing in disguise if you didn't know because it was mm. times where they could do those things, and you should be grateful that you're actually being able to learn and withdraw those things from school.
1: Mm, very good, oh, yeah. that's excellent mm-hmm. i'm so oh, I'm so proud of you now later we we yeah. also know that you also are a fan of the t v series like us the underground now what what drew you um and you didn't necessarily know that we were gonna go through this experience when you started watching the underground um, I don't think you knew, but what what actually drew you to the series the t v series mm-hmm. Well
0: so me myself, actually, well, me myself, I actually do like learning about my history, um so like when it showed like previews of this show, I just it was very intriguing to see to see the life of a slave through different perspectives of different people, so
1: that's actually wow. what drew my attention to the show, Ooh, mm. wow, and what kept you watch so that drew you, but what kept you watching? what kept me watching
0: is how. How realistic it was, and how much it showed, like yes, this is what they went through. This is how they had to run. This is the obstacle that they faced. How uh, how they were beat. How they were set up. It it, it was just mm. very very attention
1: grabbing. Yeah, mm. I think it was too excellent, excellent. Okay, do you? Uh, I can't say it any better. I mean, well said, well mm-hmm. said. <laughs>
2: Great job, Layla!
1: Great job! Yeah, thank you, Layla. Thank do you do you have any questions for us about um, what you saw at the museum or the show before uh, before we let you go?
0: Uh no. But I Go ahead.
2: Thank you. Did a good job, Layla.
1: Stop talking. Me. Give her a
2: call.
1: Okay. <laughs> she did a great job. Layla. <laughs> It sounds yeah, like uh, you, it sounds like Jen. Oh, she's gone. Yeah, that's why I was just gonna ask. Thank them, uh, you for joining our
2: studio. hmm Yeah, would she highly recommends, you know watching the underground to other young people? You know, would and you why? But mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's mm-hmm. interesting because like I um. Oh yes, I will
0: recommend underground to other young children because it's actually. It's actually a very good visual of what slaves in concert uh-huh. and what they went through. So, yes, I would highly recommend it. It's
2: very, it's a very good show. Well,
0: what about the reenactment? Amen.
2: Would you let people your age tell them to go? Mm-hmm. Yes, I would tell people to go
0: see the reenactment, too, because you actually get to see, like, you actually get to become a slave. You get to live and you get to become it. So, yes, I think mm-hmm. that would be very
2: I think a lot of people would like that as well. Oh, um, yes, yes. Well, thank you. That's, you know, I really wanted it to come from a younger person because, you know, older people, we always tell younger people to do it. But, you know, once a young person like yourself uh, goes through it and you really like it, you know, you can word of mouth spread and, and that inspires others to go. So thank you
1: so much, Layla, sticking around and answering my question. Thank you. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that right. uh, one of the things that was uh, really impressive about that uh Layla's answers was that um you guys didn't interrupt and make them to your own answers. You know oh, what? Kind of like, kind of like you're doing now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I
0: thought
1: that was you know amazing. Ah. <laughs> She you actually, know what surprised you me actually what, let well, her you know answer what surprised her. me even more? You know what surprised me even more, Vague? What's that? That you did not say a word during the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh huh. You know what I've learned? I learned not to <laughs> not
2: to Mm-mm.
1: let people let people speak and, you know, let them find their way and say what they want to say. And that way, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, I didn't guide you. You said what you felt. So that's great. Mm-hmm. That's what I try to do great. on the show. Mm-hmm. I try not to guide people, but. Really? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. How's that working? <laughs> so we were. <laughs> so the underground, okay. we we want to talk about the a little bit about the series.
2: Yes. So what yes. are your
1: impression of the series? Uh, babe, I love it. Megan, uh, Jen.
2: I love it. It it takes you through all kinda of emotions, that's number one. And it just it takes you through anger, it takes you through you have or maybe a smile on your face when you feel that the enslaved is gonna have a victory somewhere. But what I really like about it, like Layla said, it comes at a different perspective of how slavery may have, you know, uh how the slaves actually were thinking or doing out in the fields and planning, because you know, usually when we see a movie or I see a movie, it's kind of like you know, you know what's kind to expect. You know, they it's you know they start crying and praying. And then we go, but this is like the thought process, you know, behind mm-hmm. most of them. This is the, the planning, the the attitude, and 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 even some of the betrayal of each other. You know, so it's like, I really like it. It's it, it opening it up like, hey, I, I didn't think of it that way. You know, so it's, I like it. And, and the music is good, too. it I like how they take the current music, even though it's in the past, you know, the setting's uh-huh. past, and they take the current music, but it doesn't take away from the setting. So I really like No, it that doesn't. Too. Yeah, so I no. like that. No, it
1: doesn't. It, You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's me. <laughs> right. It's I almost like watching. it's a. Okay. It's almost like it's a back. The the music is so well done. It's. It, it, you're right. It doesn't take away from the. Um, uh, and I, away from the storyline at all. And I also I agree. I agree that you. T- it, it, they they do dwell a lot on the thought processes. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's it, it's good drama. It's good acting. But you're right. You do get to hear more of the thought processes and. And one of the things that stood out for me too, in terms of thought process is that a lot of times in some of the older documentaries or things that you hear is that although they were very spiritual and used hymns and things to relay messages in this show, a lot of them are speaking about their you know, how their 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 faith they keep they're questioning their faith, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Because uh-huh. of their circumstances, because of their situations, they are questioning their faith a lot mm-hmm. and right. yeah. I think that is more <laughs> realistic I think that's more of a realistic view when you look at the harshness of what they were going through, I think it's a more human uh a more realistic viewpoint right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it true. is it is, and i yeah. yeah. I, I I really enjoy the show because it actually takes the element of music that we used to have in like when Empire first started. You have this element of music, but it's not really about the music. The music is right. telling a story about the life, and that's what I really like about it. It's like even though you're using current music, it it right. came from, like even our current music has come from somewhere. Like when you listen right. to a song now. It just didn't the song just didn't happen when, when the artist went to the to the studio and recorded it. It was like it was a life experience. So I love how, how that works. And also I love that they're showing uh they're showing slaves as humans. Even though we're calling them slaves. I think that's what happens in America, is like when you just hear the term slave, you automatically and it's not, you know, our fault, but you automatically think of a person that's not that smart you think of a person that's just awaiting on master to whatever master say, you know that's the perception. Mm-hmm. And I think this mm-hmm. has the ability to change the perception of what people. You're calling this person a slave, but this person is actually a human with emotions, thoughts, just like you have. You know, it's just that they're enslaved. And just because they're enslaved, that doesn't mean that they, they don't think, they don't love, they don't, you know, and no. that's what I like about it. It's, just, it's changing the per- perception of the word slave. Because once mm. you think about it, you know, when you hear the word slave, you think a person that just can't do nothing. They just can't get out. Let's see. But Okay. You know, I would like to offer a different perspective, though, and I think of, the enslaved, uh-huh. I you know I don't know. My mind automatically goes to maybe that's media, maybe that's reading. Um, the Harriet Tubman, right. uh-huh. the Frederick Douglass, and, and you know I go to the I guess abolitionist movement. I go to the resistance uh-huh. thought. I go to uh-huh. how strong. I mean to to shift uh-huh. to go into survival mode because you 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 uh-huh. did everything is about survival, right. Oh. And whatever whatever role you were in, um. So I, you know, I think of strength. I think of resilience. I think of, you know, I I just think of just I I just think of a, uh, just power in in a sense not power. Power, not <laughs> power in the sense of having. Uh, I think of influence. I think of you know those types of things. I think it's just. I don't know if I could have did it. But then if we don't know what we, what you would have done during those times. because uh-huh. Even going through the reenactment, there were a couple of times I was thinking, now how in the world could you get out of this? And then remember, for some of them, perhaps some of them were running in shackles. Could that be a that, – that, that's quite possible too. Right. Uh-huh. And for you to
2: say, how do you get out of this during the reenactment that we had? That's why, yes. to me, underground is, is such a unique way of looking at slavery in the enslaved, is that the process, the thought process of how do we get out of this? And even though uh, I remember one of the um, characters, when he was talking to the owner, he said, sometimes you don't know who you are. Sometimes you think you are one person, then you wind up being another person, mm.
1: you know.
2: So he was talking about the thought process of individual slaves, even though we are all here.
1: and we You mean during the slaves. reenactment, or you mean during the oh, show? Well, actually, I'm, I'm back to the series. On the, okay. on the series,
2: when he told him, sometimes you think one way, but then something happens and it finds out that you're actually another way. So he was really emphasizing mm-hmm. about the process of how, you know, day-to-day enslaved people are thinking. And just because we're all here together, that doesn't mean that all of our thought processes are together. We all have that kind of goal of being free, but how I'm going mm-hmm. to get to it, because, you know, the dirty, I was about to call him that n word, but that dirty dude, Cato, how he did, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to spoil mm-hmm. it for those who haven't seen it, but uh, who would have thought that that was his thought process to injure another slave so he can make his advances?
1: Right, um, and, uh, and, and Absolutely, I get, totally get it And another thought process Is during the reenactment When they took you through these different little places And, and shacks that the, the reenactment of the shacks At the places that the slaves lived in So on the journey Our conductor took us to uh, The slave quarters of a particular uh, wo- a Carpenter And that mm-hmm. carpenter said I'm not running Number one, I'm too old And number two I got a pretty good life here. Hmm. So that kind of made you think, too, about, hmm, what are our mindsets when it comes to helping others advance? Because this particular, although he wasn't, although this carpenter, per se, was not against them leaving, but for him, he said, I, I, mm-hmm. you know, I can't, I'm not going anywhere. This is fine. I'm right. fine right here. Look
2: what I have. And some people right. didn't choose it. Some of them didn't right. choose that. You know,
1: uh, so like you said. So one of the things that I, I wanted it. to say real fast, Jennifer, excuse me real fast, because we only got about 90 <laughs> seconds. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. What I, no, the one thing that I did want to say is that I think the show should be watching. You know what? It's, it's, it's weird because I have a couple of Caucasian uh, workers, I mean, uh, co-workers, and they actually watch the show. And I think it's actually changing the perspective of African Americans because you look at it and say, "Hey, you know, we shouldn't always be looked upon as this this race that that's underachieving." But look at everything they went to went through to get to where they're at, you know. So it's actually almost a celebration of African Americans. Go ahead, Chan. I just wanted to put that out there. Oh, doing the reenactment. Oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, during, sure, the sure. yeah, during the reenactment, yes, during the reenactment, I will say that there were as many Caucasian families as there were um, African American families waiting to go through this experience. It was it, it's equal numbers, just about equal numbers, and that was uh, that was good to see too. Yeah, because uh, it is a part of American history, right? Is yeah, and, I, and I think it's a really strong word. African Americans and uh, Caucasians actually had to work together And I think it should be celebrated even more So we want to yeah. thank Everyone for joining us on Right Now Talk Radio, we had a very In-depth, interesting discussion Regarding the Underground, definitely check Out the Detroit Underground Railroad Living Museum, and also If you can, check out uh, the Underground Series on WGN, I think it's uh They're both really good uh, things to, uh, to get familiar with We want to sign off. Anything else you ladies want to add? Thank you for listening. Thank you. Y'all have a great one. Bye-bye.